Legislative Republicans filed an emergency motion yesterday in Wake County Superior Court seeking to block two liberal professors from helping review revised congressional and legislative maps. I want to welcome back to the program, as we do every Tuesday at uh, 2 o'clock, the Speaker of the North Carolina House. Tim Moore, how are you, sir? I'm doing well, Pete. I hope you're doing great today. I am. I am doing all right. So, uh, all right, well, I guess I'll just start with real general. What are your thoughts on this latest development out of the blue? Well, I'll tell you, it just shows what an absolute sham this notion is by the Democrats that they want, quote, nonpartisan redistricting. What they want is they want to gerrymander the lines to elect Democrats. And what happened, in case some of the listeners aren't aware of the details of what happened in this case, we discovered, uh, and by the way, there's no contradiction this happened. We actually have the email correspondence and their own attorneys admitted it. Uh, that the, the, uh, a couple of the folks who were helping the special masters, uh, assess the fairness of these districts, who, by the way, are Democratic hacks, uh, reached out to the experts for the plaintiffs, the Democrats who had sued in violation of an order from the court. And they did so with what's called ex parte communication, which means they didn't give notice to the other side and they did it in secret. Their attorneys basically reported it because they knew that it was it was not legal to do so, and that their law license would be on the on the line if they didn't do so. Ah. But that's what's happened. And to think that these guys, uh, these democratic hacks, are being consulted for anything is an absolute outrage. Uh, and it just shows the the the, the, the false premise that uh, these folks are using. You know, we we passed maps, we passed maps that complied with the law, and we had a Supreme Court that went in and just made up new law whole cloth to try to find a way to set it aside. But you know what we did, Pete? We went through and we found a way to even draw the maps in a way that complies with that law, uh, that, that, that ridiculous law that they passed. We, we passed it in a way to do it. And now they're, it, for them to not approve it would be the like ultimate judicial tyranny. And uh, I, I'm hopeful uh, that they will approve it because if they don't, I, you know, I don't know what the next steps will be, but uh, they they will be quite, uh, I would say they'll be quite dramatic and severe. So, all right, so first thing I have to ask is then who appointed the special master's research assistants? Who, who, who hired these four, uh, these four professors? So the, so the three judge panel was appointed that. the three special masters that, that were to help them. And then those three special masters are the ones, as I understand, who then hired these assistants to help them. Uh, that that's that's the way it has been explained to me. All right, and so then why would Bob Edmonds and Bob Orr sign off on these guys? Uh, that's a good question, and I, but that's a question that only they can answer, and I can't answer. Right. Uh, be, because because it didn't take much of a Google search, frankly, <laughs> for for our staff to Google who these guys were. You know, we didn't find out they were even appointed to like I think Saturday or so. It was over the or over the weekend, but a quick Google search found that this this Wang fellow actually had been, uh, I believe, uh, uh, discredited in some other states for basically doing something similar. Yeah, uh, I just I, we just we're scratching our heads on this one. But you know what it may do? What it may do is it may actually just point out to the court that you know what they they need to rely they need to. Follow the Constitution and let the North Carolina General Assembly, which has this constitutional responsibility, draw these districts. So, I mean, it, but I'll tell you. What, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Pete. 
No, I was just going to say, we, but, but what's interesting is with the metrics that they laid out, those maps fully comply. Uh, the state house maps, hey, state house maps, of course, passed 115 to 5. Frankly, the congressional maps should have passed along the same lines, but I think the, the other side was just kind of dug in on that one. And then the state Senate, I don't know why that one was a party line vote because I, I like I said, I've seen the stats on all of them and the state Senate maps, uh, are, are you know, meet the criteria as well. So a lot of questions out there. Right. So, and that's what I was going to ask you about. Because I, I, uh, before you came on the show, I was reading through, uh, Dr. Andy Jackson's, uh, write up over at the John Locke Foundation today where he ran the maps through these, whatever their algorithms are and their criteria, their, the, the math side of it. And he said, these are all in compliance by the court's own standards, the plaintiff standards, right? They, they, they check all the boxes. And so if you're going to comply with the constitution of the state of North Carolina, these maps have to come from the general assembly, right? That's a hundred percent correct. I mean, I mean, and the way you do it is it's not really a matter of asking someone to give their opinion there's this software program that's used to draw the maps, and it's called Maptitude. And you can plug this criteria in there, the, these, these uh, statistical differences that they're asking for. You can plug them in. We even know the data that they want to use because they referenced it in the previous hearings. It's called the Mattingly data, which is a series of election results from 2016 and 2020. And guess what, Pete? We used that data. So we used the data the court had, and we use the the percentages that they they thought that they sh- that they should be in, and we did that on these maps. So the notion that it wouldn't be approved is would, would it would it would sh- if it's not approved, it's got to be pure politics and not e- not even masquerading as law well at that point. Um, and so I I, I do notice that uh, there's the area of Mecklenburg that uh, that now I live in keeps getting moved around in the congressional maps. Um, and so we're, I'm not really sure what, I think I'm still in, I, I think I'm still in the 14th. And you are aware that people are, room, the rumor is that like people are saying that you're interested in that, in, in running for that seat. You are aware that rumor exists, right? I, I, I heard some of that around. <laughs> I did hear some of that rumor. <laughs> what do you think of that rumor? Well, I'll say this. Uh, I got a big job right now presiding over the house trying to make sure the courts don't just completely hijack this thing you know we had some great success this week with uh, convincing governor cooper to finally take the mask off of kids in schools uh, we had to send a letter then we had to pass a bill and then all of a sudden they're like oh yes yeah, a great idea we've been on them for months but we finally were able to get together the votes to make it happen um and and i and i'm just i'm proud of what we've done in north carolina i haven't decided uh, what I'm going to do as far as that, I would say that we just need to see what how the maps finally sort out. Hey, listen, who knows with this court, they may end up putting Cleveland County down with South Carolina before it's over with. Who the heck knows? Uh, but, you know, let's just wait and see what happens with the, uh, with the, with the process. I want to see it through and. Once that's done, we'll uh, we'll we'll take a look. At All that. right, I'm just I'm trying not to take it personally that it doesn't seem like anybody wants to represent me. 
That's all. I'm just trying not to. You know, you, you might be high maintenance. I don't know, man. I just will have to find out. We, hey, I need to find out your precinct really quick. Hold on. I might need to call the court. Yeah, there. Yeah, I don't even know. It's actually, yeah, well, it's a new development, actually. And so we don't even have an address at this point. We're still trying to get that registered with the Postal Service. So, yeah, there's. I, I, yeah. I'll tell you what, with this court, Pete, they might draw you in with, like, Northern Virginia or something. Yeah. Who knows? How about. I was meeting with. I, I was going to say, I was meeting with one of the U.S. Senate candidates, and I said, hey, bad news. I think the Democrats are going to try to redraw your district. And he looked at me kind of puzzled. I said, yeah, I think you're going to now have in, like, part of New York and uh, part of Northern Virginia in your district, the way they're talking. So It's possible. You don't ever know. It's hard to tell. Um yeah, there you go. I don't know what happened with the rim. There you go. There's the rim shot for you. Well, you know, uh, you know, you know. They, they're they're trying to find a way to draw the line so that like AOC could be a member of Congress in North Carolina, right? Just think. There you just go. think, Pete. She could maybe be your representative. How cool would that be for you? Uh, that would be all right. I mean, it, like, or maybe just like our house, like my wife and I, we would have our own congressional representative. Like, like literally your street, like in your block. Right. There you go. Yeah, we could do something like that. I think, I, I mean, I don't know. Her politics seem a little off, but it would be entertaining. It would be there entertaining. You go. There you go. I'll, I'll, I'll see if we can put in a request for you on that one. All right. Well, that sounds good. All right. I'm feeling the love now. This is good. All right, uh, Speaker of the House, Tim Moore, always a pleasure, sir. Thanks so much. We'll talk with you soon. Thanks, Pete. Take care. All right, you too.